A Rich Suburb, A Dark Secret. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. now say it was a pair of shoes that first tipped them off. The crime scene had two pairs of bloody footprints, but police believe one of them was faked by Brittany Norwood using a store pair to appear like a perpetrator's footprint. And when police found Norwood bound and gagged, they now say the position she was tied up in was suspicious, that with her hands tied above her head, she may have tied herself up. Okay, so it's the day after 4th of July. You're yeah. going to hear this in about a week or so. And something really important happened to me it changed my perspective. It shook me. Do I say, can we... Am, you can we use the word shook. Sh- I was shook? Yeah, you can still see All right, I'm in my 30s, though, so is that... Well, I, I'm not even 50 yet, so I should know. <laughs> okay, okay. I, for the first time ever in Malibu, thank you very much, went inside of a Lululemon and did not buy anything. I left shortly thereafter because it was very expensive, but... The cultural phenomenon of the yoga pant is something that I'm very on board with. Very, very on board with. If you know me, if you know my stand-up, which you don't, but I went inside one and it reminded me of one of my favorite, favorite murderous tales that took place inside of a Lululemon in Bethesda, Maryland, the Lululemon murder. Which is a great, oh, I mean, like, it's it. a great, we are gonna get t- it's a great, it. great, t- and I'm familiar with it from you. Yeah. So I didn't know we were doing this. We usually kind of surprise each other, mm-hmm. but you mentioned it. So I'm familiar, probably not as familiar as you are, but I'm also relatively familiar with the culture and the fact that I guess yoga pants or like pants mm-hmm. like that pretty much fashion wise yeah. have saved the day. They really, sense, from what I hear. From my wife, she's like, yeah, yeah, this is like a very easy, fashionable... It is. And it's flattering. Oh, yeah. And form-fitting and comfy. Although I did get, like, I, would, I wouldn't say harassed, but I, I'll say harassed on a plane wearing yoga pants. Because too hot? Or? They were too hot. Yeah. They were too, it, was, it was my fault. <laughs> it was, <me. laughs> yeah. it was yeah. all on me. But yeah, yoga pants, uh, I think so many of us believe in them. But they have a... They, hey, listen, it's not all fun and games. It's not all stretch and curve. There's a price to pay. Yeah, a deadly price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite things. But before we get into that, I really want to talk about where we've been, where we're going. We just had our anniversary, but we're here. It's 4th yeah. of July. Yeah. I'm a little hungover for the first... I haven't drank in a while. I was just telling Jason, to which he <laughs> sagely advised me that it only gets easier as we get older. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for that. Yeah. I want to uh, have more than two drinks and not feel like complete garbage. We're very reflective, I think, right now, because mm-hmm. it has been a year. Mm-hmm. We didn't know where we were going to be in a year. No, I, I still I think, don't. <laughs> I think it's exceeded expectations, the yes. fact that when we're still doing it, mm-hmm. we put out an episode every single week and mm-hmm. then some bonus episodes. Yeah. So we've What's had, the like, year about anniversary th- gift? Cotton? Glass. Think, Shreds of glass. I think Eggshell. It's, uh, it's, I think it's MP3s and MP4s. <laughs> okay. It's reviews. It's, thumb, review. it, it's thumb drives. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we've definitely gotten as far as like if you're counting like listens or downloads mm-hmm. as an indication, we've gotten a good amount of them, more than I would anticipate yeah. because I didn't know and it was... We didn't uh, know. We didn't know and it was a lot of great feedback. You know, not all of it was positive, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I've said before... When we started, we didn't know how long should it be, how much are people going to care about it. I think mm-hmm. we're so reserved. We don't assume that mm-hmm. 
people are going to love us. Let's just talk all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. So there was a gust of wind and we just had an earthquake yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So I'm like, <gasps> gust of wind equals earthquake. Quick, hide under this yeah. table. <laughs> but we should, ca- if we do, well, we just got to keep going. Just if keep, there's an we're earthquake, keep we're going to keep going. Keep potting. We do that for you. Keep potting. Yeah, so it's please. been a year and we're, I feel like we're just getting started. I mean, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like we're just getting started. We have. You raised we, this tiny podcast child yeah. and it is. We're getting it to it's a, a place It's where, a latchkey. Yeah, exactly. Child. It's, it is, it's babysit me. Like who, who's who, caring who? Yeah, who you know? saved, who saved who? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I, th- I guess everyone, we've all, it's like, it takes a village. And the it village really was people that listened to, we make it, yeah. we're making this sound like the very village important. village cork coasters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bad podcast reviews. Yes. Friends and family not quite knowing what's going on, but no. being vaguely supportive. Yes. Our cats, of course. And and all you people, yeah. I don't know. We've got uh, like I, I want to like kind of like you may let people know. What if it was like you may not, and you're uh, like, oh, I'll put it away. Let's start out with the a very very kind review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. from Ashley in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how I stumbled on Ghost Town, but I'm glad I did. I even joined Patreon just to support them. Isn't that so nice? That's so Patreon.com slash Ghost Town. You can do the same. It's Ghost Town Pod. See, this is why you're not in charge. You're out. You've been fired from marketing. Do not do marketing. So embarrassed. Jason's been saying this for a year. Yes. In my face. Like we are maybe six years like, away it's from each co- other. It's a, a patreon.com slash GZPZ. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. What's Just wrong with me? Oh my god. It's like you don't want He's been the money. It to my face for a year. It's like you don't want why don't you say somebody else's podcast? You know what I mean? Just a total different patreon.com slash Amazon. Jeff Bezos. You know what I mean? Like, help the dude out. He needs it. It'll get to us, I guess. Wow. It's cute earthquake. <laughs> it's it's patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Two bonus episodes a month. They're, they're stacked up, ready for you, and some other cool things yes. that help support us. We've been using the money for some a little audio helps yeah. you, uh, to, and then some festival stuff we're trying to do and it's been really helpful but uh, Ashley in Chicago she's like that's how much I enjoy the show and want them to succeed Jason and Rebecca are LA based comedians and friends oh in that order in that order (laughs) not friends first sorry this is Uh -uh. cutthroat baby Uh -uh. they play off each other so well as you just heard (laughs) they're approachable and feel like they could be my friends and we are we are your friends. Even if you don't join the Patreon, we'll but be most, we're, well, depends on the level tier of friendship. <laughs> it, it, it goes from zero to like 60 pretty fast. Yeah, it does. You donate $2 a month, uh, oh my you can't God. get rid of us. No, you can't. You can't You're going to be like, oh, I wish I hadn't. Yeah. How much do we pay to get rid of you guys? Like too late. Yeah. If I had friends that were funny to get paid for it, I find the assortment of topics they cover both interesting and varied. The only downside is I often find myself wishing the episodes were longer, which I know others have mentioned too. I hope you give Ghost Town a shot if you're a fan of the podcast and that's why we drink. Yeah, we talk, we chat with them. Yeah, they're fun friends. They're very nice. Band in places, local lore, offbeat history and travel. Jason and Rebecca, you get five, uh, you get. You get five stars. Now come to Chicago. We should go to Chicago. We'd love to. I lived in Chicago for a little while. And I guess we're point. staying at Ashley's in Chicago. That's all the information <laughs> we're going to go on. We're not staying at my parents' condo in Chicago. This is vacant. No, we're no, staying eh. at in Ashley. She has a rollaway bed in her kid's room. Yeah. <laughs> we're both staying on. Yeah, we're both staying on there. Exactly. I'm also doing keto right now, so plan for that. <laughs> So I got I am another not, one. and I'm very depressed. So make sure you have those Chicago <laughs> brews aflowing. Chicago baby, yeah, right? That's how right. You say it. Deep dish pizza. A, I'm walking here. See, that never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we don't care. Big uh, easy. Not the windy city though. <laughs> never. But that. No. Xander Tegan Crawford on Instagram, who I think is random Xander. This is uh, shit, also on Facebook. Pretty good. Name. I adore this podcast. Epic history, great, great locations, and amazing banter. This makes my workday so much better. Aww. Thank you, Xander. So- 
fucking nice. That's you guys. very, very kind. Uh, and our Instagram is Ghost Town Pod. Don't let Rebecca <laughs> tell you. I don't know what she's going to say it is. She's going to say it's at Instagram, for all I know. <laughs> I just, somebody just put me, you just shove me off my own apartment balcony. Yeah. Just, if somebody's like, hey, what do you think about Rebecca for marketing? Then I'm like, don't hire her. Give my vacant apartment to the highest Patreon donor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much anyone who's donated $2. Yeah. No, we have a, we have a, you know, uh, Alicia, maybe? Uh, somebody mm-hmm. is a $25. That's um, so nice. Yeah, it's so, it's so nice. Yeah, I remember and we had a $25 donor early on, and mm. we were like, whoa, yeah. the money. And yeah. we're like, ding, ding. And we will, if you have want to be mentioned, or you have, mm-hmm. a, you have a podcast of your own, or you have we a website. We are for sale in every way possible. $25, let me tell you, is a, and take it, this is coming from an analytics point of view and a business point of view. And this it is, is coming it, from a point of view. No, nope, <laughs> don't listen, Rebecca. It is it is it is well 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 over worth it over worth it? It, it in fact yes you're you're getting too much of a good uh-huh. bargain let's get back to yoga pants let's circle back to the lululemon in this very wealthy virginia suburb and i another reason i like this and again there's a lot of things i like we'll talk all about it is that it happened really recently it happened in 2011 you know, which in, uh, which in true crime world is is considering mm-hmm. pretty pretty recent because yeah. you know you can still have access to information exactly. And, and, and you know the people like it doesn't feel as archaic as like something from the twenties. I've been listening to Live and Die in L.A., which also is very recent. So I think uh, knowing where things are and knowing like where we were at a certain point in the country versus relying on my public school education to kind of take me there is much easier for me. Um, and the sentencing wasn't until twenty fifteen too. So yeah, very. This is hot. This is hot. So let's get into it. On the morning of March 12th, 2011, a Lululemon manager called 911 after opening the Bethesda, Maryland store and finding two of her coworkers bloody and non-responsive. So we're starting with that, right? Yeah, that's it's a- like, uh, you're just a, a mild-mannered manager of a Lululemon. Go in for your shift. You find two of your coworkers, like kind of your, you know, employees, just in different rooms, blood everywhere. And I want to emphasize, like, blood was everywhere. I was looking for, like, pictures of, of this, and there are, there are none online. There, because everyone was like, it was, it was horrific. Yoga pants, blood, yoga shoes, hair ties, towels. I'm really surprised, and maybe it mm. is in the works, or if it exists, I'm just ignorant of it, that there's some kind of a non scripted show based on mm-hmm. like a like a like a dirty john or something like that yeah. it's got to be in the works if it not. must be because this is i again it's so fascinating for so many reasons so she calls in she says there's two people in the back of my store one person seems dead and the other person is breathing she was telling this frenzied to a dispatcher on the morning of march 12th so the two women who are identified were 29 year old Brittany norwood and 30 year old Jana murray two employees who had closed up the store the previous night Norwood was found alive in the bathroom with superficial wounds. Her arms and legs were zip-tied together. Murray was discovered in a small hallway lying face down in a pool of her own blood. She had suffered severe head trauma, 331 wounds, beating, choking, stab wounds, and was pronounced dead on the scene. That makes it personal, right, when there's that many... Like, that 300... Like, what was left after yeah. 331? Aren't you, like, f- like, aren't you physically fatigued? Yeah. Like, doing that in general, just yeah. swing your arm 331 times? Absolutely. Or it's probably more, uh-huh. you know what I mean, a couple of misses in there, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that is something that goes so much deeper into wanting to kill somebody. It's, like, insidious. So let me just tell you a little bit about both of these people, too, that were found at the scene. So Brittany Norwood was an African-American woman. She'd had past crimes before. She had worked there for a little while. And then there was uh, Jana Murray, who was blonde, white. 
She was a graduate student at Johns Hopkins University. Like, totally different experiences, life experiences, especially in this, in Bethesda, Maryland, which was very, very wealthy. I kind of think about it, like, I grew up in kind of a wealthy suburb, too. Just so sheltered. And so I remember, like, if there was an African-American person in our suburb, the cops would be, like, on it. It was really, I would imagine, very difficult to be a person that wasn't white in this context. So that's what we're working with, right? These two very different employees being found in two very different situations at the Lululemon in Bethesda, Maryland. So all of this money was missing from the store's safe. The attacks were what Brittany said when she came to consciousness was that these two guys came in, tried to rape them, tried to assault them, took all the money and left. And she said that they were just like, racist, that they were rapists, that they were murderers, robbers. It was kind of like this hyperbolic count of something. It was like, they're everything. Yeah. They're all the bad things you can think of, they're them. Bad people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, they were, I don't know, like, their names were Hitler, both of them, you know? And it's like, okay, well. Um, But she gave this account, so everyone was going crazy in Bethesda. Everyone was like, everyone was being profiled, everyone was looking. I can't imagine how nuts it must have been because also this place had never had anything like this it's such an intimate and violent murder I mean, maybe a sh- possible shoplifter at maybe most, at yeah most. or like a white collar like tax like skimming money you know off of some business thing i know business all right god <laughs> we've established that exactly the fact that the men would leave norwood alive with only a few injuries after inflicting so much on murray didn't make a lot of sense in addition the men only used tools found in the store during the attack which was a big tip tip off for the cops. They hadn't brought any weapons of their own. Norwood told police that she and Murray had returned to the store Friday night after it had closed to retrieve something Norwood had forgotten. This was a lie. We'll talk about it later. When they did, she said, two men had followed them into the store, assaulted them both, and killed Murray. Again, manhunt ensued. Police looked into local data on ski mask sales, too, because she said that she mentioned that they had ski masks on, so she couldn't say what they look like. They offered a $150,000 reward for anyone who knew anything about these men around town who are going and breaking into Lululemons. They even tailed a man who fit the description of one of the killers. But then all this stuff kind of like degraded, right? Seven days later, on Friday, March 18th, police arrested Norwood because her story just didn't add up. The only bloody footprints police found were Norwood's and those made by the shoes that were found at the crime scene. And those were a size 14, like, yoga shoe. I didn't realize you did yoga in shoes, but when I was in a Lululemon, I was like, oh, they sell... And this is size 14 female? Yes. Okay, so it's a little different than... Exactly. 14 male is gigantic, right? Yeah. I don't know. What is the average male shoe size? Mine's 11. Okay. Which is on the larger side. Okay. So, like, a 10 or a 9? Yeah, it's probably on the larger side, I'd say. Yeah. So when I was in the Lululemon, I was like, oh, yeah, they sell shoes. It's more than just yoga in there. Not to say this is an ad for Lululemon. It most certainly is not. Yeah, I guess if you didn't buy anything, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I left. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was probably don't physically need, jarred by the prices. They probably don't need our publicity. No. They're doing just fine, fine despite this murder. Do you want to mention their Patreon, too, while you're at it? I don't know if you're. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Lulu's Lamones. <laughs> murdering Bethesda people that's watch. A, that's very long. <laughs> yeah. But I got it. You got it? Yeah. You wrote it down? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so Norwood was arrested. Her story didn't add up. These bloody footprints were found. Her own bruises after examination, because they took her to the doctor, appeared self-inflicted, and she'd been tied up in such a way police said that she could have done it herself. Neither woman, it turned out, was sexually assaulted as well. So again, her story is breaking down. 
Um, so then she was convicted of murder after this. Opening arguments in the first-degree murder trial of Brittany Norwood, charged in the killing of her co-worker, Jana Murray. She, they, other pretty gruesome details were brought to light. Holding the bloody rope found around the slain woman's neck and merchandise display rod woo, used to bash her skull. State attorney John McCarthy said blood trails show that how the 30-year-old victim tried unsuccessfully to escape her attacker through a back door. So essentially, she had this rope and she had a merchandise display rod that she was beating her and torturing her with as she tried to escape. Also, this is Lululemon. From what I know from my one time in the Lululemon in Malibu, like it is, it's a place for fit women. It's a culture of fitness and wellness and kind of like, bullshitty new age stuff. Would you give it, like, and this is the only thing we've been talking about this lately and, and, and I want to sidetrack to this, but would mm-hmm. you say it? there's any semblance of like a cult-like atmosphere yes. of being like, you know, if you wear Lululemons, you, mm-hmm. wear, you, you know, you wear other things and then you're not. Yes. And this is something that also was brought to light okay. kind of during the trial okay. and all of that. Really all of the things like, and this is why I like the case so much, like, you know, class, race, culture, all of that kind of was brought to a head in this specific murder case. So they talk very, very specifically about how Jaina was trying to get through the back door of the little lemon. She was bleeding. Brittany was attacking her. There were also 107 defense wounds caused when Murray tried to fend off her attack when the medical examiner examined her. And she said it's the most that she had ever seen in one woman. So this was like, a fight, like a straight up, like this woman was fighting for her life. Murray was trying, like, was trying to survive. And then Norwood did not want that to happen. And it's like, what caused, it was so violent. Again, in a culture that felt the least violent, you know? Think about how long this took. Jaina is alive through almost all of this. Mr. McCarthy, who was the state attorney, said, describing how eight separate items found in the upscale yoga-inspired apparel store was were used as we- as weapons. Sorry. The last wounds are from knives. This was not slow. This was not painless. This woman struggled to survive. Let's take a little break there, and then we'll get back to the results of this case. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right, so we all know dating is extremely difficult. I should definitely know because I found love on national television in front of millions of people. Hey, guys, this is Kendall Long, and I'm starting a new podcast called Down to Date. We have bars and apps for dating, so why not do it on a podcast? We bring in two complete strangers to see if they are down to date. We ask questions you would never want to ask on a first date. Questions like, who did you vote for during the last presidential election? Or what was your first sexual experience like? We also have very heated debates. Debates like, is it justifiable to murder a murderer? Very lighthearted, you know, your very typical first date conversation. Our first episode drops on September 17th, so please make sure do not miss it. You want to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. Make sure you check out Down to Date and see if people can fall in love on a podcast. Oh, boy. It's true. We're back, right? The fact that, you know what I'm thinking, it was like the fact that using the items from Lululemon, they're yeah. probably somewhat specific to Lululemon in a sense. They yes. probably have their own thing. It makes the whole thing more, I don't makes it, I don't know what it makes it. It just makes it like. It's just personal. And yeah, so just, I think when you're, like we all think about murders and we think about weapons yeah. with murder. We think about a gun, a knife, a rope. You know, we think about people breaking in. We think about just, we take murder and a lot of the things around murder and put it in its own little 
category. But I think when you're using things that people use completely differently to murder people or in a totally different culture, you're like, that is very disturbing. You're using your own specific mm-hmm. culture kind of against, it's, it's being used against you, I guess. Yeah. Like the thing you use to dress a mannequin, I, I don't know, but yeah. it, it was used against you, which is, it has to make it even more, it just makes the whole thing more sinister and obviously yeah. it makes it I mean, more interesting. Absolutely. Than more than it already is. And also for our podcast specifically, exploring these things through place, thinking about a Lululemon and experiencing it for the first time and being like, oh, this is like fucking upscale retail store. This is not the site of a murder. No, it's not like a, a you know, if we were like, oh, this happened at a 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. you know, in Camden, New Jersey, which exactly. is a, like, a lot of crime. Like, You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, get it. Totally get I, it. I mean, unless somebody was like, they, you know, killed him with a Snickers bar. Yeah. I mean, it's. In the 7-Eleven <laughs> with the Snickers <laughs> bar. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it, yeah, like you said, that makes the, the place very atypical and mm. super violent. Yeah. Re- it really is really contrasting. Yeah. And I think about the malls that I grew up with and like if this had happened again in the upscale mall, like talk about Chicago, one of our fans is from there. There's this mall called Old Orchard, which is this very, like we would go there to get our bat mitzvah and bar mitzvah shit because it was much nicer than the Wisconsin malls. But just having this place where you're like, oh, this is safe. This is safe because we think it's it's all a perception too. Only only you know? people that are already well off or they don't mm-hmm. they don't have want for anything, so they're not exactly. going to do it. They're not going to risk anything. Exactly. So the perception of what this town and this mall was is also really fascinating. Okay, so while attorneys for Miss Norwood hinted in the months before the trial that they might pursue an insanity defense, attorney Douglas Wood acknowledged his in his opening statement that his client had attacked Murray but that she had not planned to kill her. So that's what they were going with. They were like, not premeditated. Jaina was killed by Brittany, but not with premeditation, Mr. Wood said. During that fight, Brittany Norwood lost it. There is no doubt about that. She lost control. Yeah, no shit. 331 wounds. The defense argued for a conviction of second-degree murder, claiming the attack was not premeditated. The case received intense media coverage and was commonly referred to as the Lululemon murder. In January 2012, Norwood was sentenced to life imprisonment with no possibility of parole. In a published opinion on April 29, 2015, the Court of Special Appeals of Maryland rebuffed Norwood's request for a new trial, effectively ending her direct appeal options. So after this, it all happened, right? And everyone's like, holy fuck. And also there was this weird sense of relief in the town too, where it wasn't just some strange men. It's, God, so many things. It was relief, but it was also like, oh, one of us did this, but was she one of us really? Because again, it's like predominantly white, very upper class. This is not the background that Brittany Norwood came from. But again, they were like, we isolated who this is. They are being sentenced. They will not be out. So then Brittany Norwood kind of like came clean on all of this stuff. So basically what she said, she spoke publicly for the first time since the killing, addressed Marie's family before learning her punishment. Before I go to prison, she said, I need you to hear how deeply sorry I am. So in the after hours confrontation, apparently sparked by Norwood's attempt to steal a pair of yoga pants, authorities said she bludgeoned, choked and stabbed Murray using at least five weapons to inflict, again, more than all of these 300 some separate wounds to try and conceal her crime. Norwood tracked size 14 sneakers through Murray's blood to make it appear as if a large person had been there. She then tied herself up, gave herself a few minor wounds, bound her own hands and ankles in a restroom, and initially fooled detectives with an elaborate tale about a pair of masked murderers. So until the cover-up unraveled, police considered Norwood a victim, and she was treated as a victim. She was treated as kind of like a hero, 
almost, which again must have been such a it was such a turn until it's like hero to murderer and people were very afraid. But she came clean about everything that happened. So she was alive, laying in the bathroom while her coworker bled out and eventually died in another room, which is so crazy. So you can imagine. And there's also some theorizing about their relationship, too, as coworkers. And again, this is where the cultural thing comes in. This is where difference in race and background come in. The idea of like, okay, they're there that night after the shift. Norwood had stolen yoga pants. Marie confronted her, a white woman of privilege confronting a black woman who did not have the same privilege, especially in the context of Lululemon, where it's like, you know, I, I read somewhere that they had such a strict culture where it's like no, like if you drank soda. Yeah, that's what would, I was going to bring up. Like yeah. what is, what what hoops needed to be jumped mm-hmm. through? I think, like, I think I recall that t- you don't just work there. You yeah, know, you, you live it. You you have to yeah, be a, of a certain, the things yeah. that I think people make, make, make fun of or it's not a parody sometimes is like, you know, like the devil wears Prada or yeah. something like that. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like this is. You can't just be, oh, so you're, you know, a thin, attractive, and you know about yoga pants? Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, and no. you don't have a criminal record? Not no, enough. No, no. You know, you have to, you know, be, you have to kind of live the lifestyle according to Lululemon. Exactly. And and that means a lot of different things. And that's that means probably a lot wellness. of pressure. Exactly. Uh, but both of these women were like, again, very attractive, mm-hmm. very intelligent women. So it's like, I get how they were both hired. But again, it it's just goes to show the facade and also just the facade of like being in there and all those mantras like they all, they have a bunch of like mantras and they have those bags which they talk about a lot and they have like all of this like it's like if you when I was in there I was like oh what if I wanted to just buy one thing and it wasn't like a set of things like they they're they are kind of like shoving this down your throat this lifestyle because yeah buying one pants like isn't enough there it's like oh you want the set of like the pants and the headband and like there's so many like things that like american apparel was like a little bit like i mean not yeah uh, maybe there was a certain like kind of at least marketing culture around it and the people that were i mean i've been to Mm -hmm. a lot of american apparels and yeah i really like their t-shirts yeah right now so oh mm. well is this an ad for american apparel i don't think they're around anymore oh that's (laughs) true giant abandoned warehouse in downtown la but so yeah so i think murray and norwood they worked together right murray realized that norwood had stolen some pants norwood got defensive like who knows exactly what happened but something ensued where it escalated to a point of death really. And then she had to cover it up. And then she was kind of victimized in a way that made her be almost hero-like. And then that all unraveled. I think you get you get to a point where you're, you know, you're like, I'm just going to steal some yoga pants. Yeah. After hours. So like, it's not like yeah. the chances of getting caught, which would be, I'm close with somebody that works in that field of mm-hmm. dealing with internal theft, shoplifting on mm-hmm. a big scale. Yeah. I've also, you know, once upon a time when I was a child, I used to shoplift a lot. Oh, I did too. And yeah. Really so weird. I got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got a little in and out of trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Gave up my evil ways. But I... Look at you now. What, what... Yeah, I should, go back, I should go back to it. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. The, what people will do when they're caught... Yes. Uh, ...is they, you know, I don't care if it's like five Blu-rays or a bunch of diapers or whatever. Mm-hmm. What people will do to to escape prosecution is a lot. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's, 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 it's Especially wanting to keep this job and this job that has a high level of acceptance. I actually was doing some research on how much they get paid at Lululemon. I, I don't know specifically, which I also, in my mind, I was like, they get paid like shit. And yeah. like, this is, but I don't know. I'm not sure. So we're not sure how much she needed the job. I also did some research on Norwood and there's a lot of 
theorizing around her being a sex worker, her doing a lot of things to make ends meet. So you think about the level of desperation when getting caught and needing a job and what you would do to make sure that went away. I'm, kind of you thing. know, if, if, if the thing was like, I just want to steal some pants is like, it, it keeps like, now I've gone mm-hmm. so far, I got to yeah. keep the going. The pants are at least, by the way, $78. Yeah. At least. That's the low end of their yoga pants. And I want a pair. That's like bargain badly. basement. Yeah. Like, That's like they're on sale. Like you can't get the right size. It's like, okay. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. So they are very expensive. I think they go up to $250 for a pair of yoga pants. That's what we're talking here. Big bucks. The yoga, I mean, it sh- the yoga should do itself if you yeah, spend that much. Exactly. It should, it should be, be an automated yoga pant. You can get out of it and they finish the yoga for you. Yeah. And, and then, then you, you just sleep. And yeah, and just be gorgeous. Yeah, just have some so. Moscow mules. Yeah. I don't know why that came up <laughs> in my mind. I don't know. You're thirsty. <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> anyway, so this is a really fascinating thing. She's still in jail. There's a foundation for Murray and her family, and they've spoken out a lot of, about this. But it's really, it's... It's really sad and very fascinating and also goes to show that like you think someplace is safe or nice, quote unquote, or moneyed or whatever. It ain't. No. It ain't. Hard lesson learned. (laughs) (laughs) What made you go in there? There I was in Malibu, of course, just living my life. (laughs) No, it was in a shopping mall there and I went to like get some like coffee or something and it was right. There was like a Sephora, Lululemon. There was one of those like really expensive Greek yogurt places and I was like, I should pop in yeah. and see. Maybe I'll buy something. How was the? How's the like the the employees? How's the culture? Did aggressive? Yeah. Like you would think. I mean, I guess not aggressive to me now. Like knowing, especially like you know when you sign up for something or like when you're getting aggressively emailed or texted about things. It was just. It was very retaily. It's very like, can we help you? Five minutes later, can we help you? Do you need any help? What do you do? Like, and they're everywhere. There's actually what I really was surprised at is how many employees are there. There there were like six employees there and it, it it's not a very big store. It's kind of small. But they were all watching. They were all on top of it. <sighs> well, I guess for now you just have to stick with old navy, right? Yeah, you gotta get those old navy pants. <laughs> Nobody's killing for them, are no, they? No, 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 no. <laughs> 